0: Welcome to today's episode of TSAR. I'm your host, Andrew Weir, and today our co host is Sam. Hello. So today we have a very special guest. He's the director of technology at Beth School District. It's Andrew Choi.
1: Hi, Andrew. Hi, Sam. Hi, everyone out there. Thanks for uh, having me this afternoon.
0: Yeah. We're very excited to get started. Uh, Beth Page has a great technology program. They use Kidoyo, which we also use here at hog We talk about Kidoyo a lot. Um, they also do, I believe, a robotics program, too. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit. Um, also, just so all the viewers know, our icons normally light up when we're speaking, but just because we're doing it on a different platform today, uh, we won't have that. So... We're, we're we're still speaking. Um, it just might be a little difficult to tell, but um, all right. So, first question. We'll just start off. When did Beth Page start using Kidoyo?
1: So Andrew, we started using Kidoyo in the 2019-2020 school year. So I joined the team in Beth Page as uh, the director of technology in August of two thousand fifteen, and in the time span between. August of 2015, you know, through uh, September of 2019, our computer literacy educators were really using different tools out there to supplement their curriculum. And I'll tell you, at first, um, we, you know, you know, certainly had a bunch of questions about KidOyo. Um, you know, we really weren't sure that there was a you know platform out there that would support our computer literacy programs. So um, I actually visited um, um, some colleagues in uh, the Belmore Merrick School District and I brought our computer literacy educators with us. And it was really there being able to speak to the educators, being able to speak to students. Um, I also uh, contacted my counterpart in um, East Wilson School District, uh, Mr. Chemnitzer, and everyone just had glowing reviews of kidoyo that we decided to to jump in for uh september of 2019.
0: great yeah um i think we started at Hog. we started i forget a little bit earlier but we it really picked up 2019 to 2020 um or yeah 2019 to 2020 uh because of the pandemic and all of us going virtual so they really picked up the coding aspect uh so Pretty much, we both, both school districts really started using it at the same time. Um, And you guys also participate in the Kidoyo hackathons, the Code Conquests. Did you start that, um, you know, at the same time or did it take you a little while? Um, When did that start?
1: We jumped Andrew right in. So um, um, at its inception, we decided again, what a uh, creative concept to allow you know, students, um, you know, on a team to uh, solve programming challenges in, um, you know, the provided format. So, you know, we we jumped, we jumped in right away, starting with, I believe it was the first year um, that just the high school division, um, there was a hackathon offered and really just based on the popularity. And I credit um, Team Kidoyo, Melora, and Deb out there for creating the hackathon for all uh, the levels now upper elementary the middle school division and uh, the junior division as well
0: yeah um, and you guys you won last year in the high school division
1: um, uh, we, we did and I'll tell you I <laughs> uh, many of my colleagues um, in other districts gave me a hard time because we were the team um, if um, you know those of you out there that um, didn't hear, that uh, my students brought um, uh, dual monitors uh, with them. So um, initially my team had asked me if, uh, you know, we have a, a cart here at the high school of um, super powered laptops that are used specifically for our principles of engineering class, you know, really, you know, meant to high performance, um, lots of memory to run uh, memory intensive software. Um, So the team had asked me if they can bring those laptops with them to the hackathon, but unfortunately, those laptops won't work outside of our network, just the way that they're programmed. So I asked them, you know, what's the next best thing I could give you? And, um, you know, they asked me for dual monitors. So I said, I can make that happen. And um, it, from, you know, their feedback seemed to provide them just being able to efficiently have multiple things displayed and uh, work uh, more efficiently. So um, I, I'm curious to see, being that we're hosting now the high school level hackathon uh, in May, if other teams will kind of um, you know mimic our setup and bring a second uh, monitor with them.
0: Yeah, I know. Like you guys were the first ones to do that. And I think that's a genius idea. You know, whatever you can make. We always say we said this last year, too. Like, you know, if you can bring a keyboard, bring a keyboard. If you can bring an external mouse, bring an external mouse. And you guys um, brought another monitor, which was a great idea. Um, and, yeah, I think you're right. Maybe we'll see more of that this year um, as teams learn, you know, learn off other teams. Um, maybe someone will come up with another idea that the rest of us learn from. But, um, yeah, and was that your first win last year? It,
1: it, it was our first win, Andrew, across any of our levels. So, again, I'm just, you know, so proud of our students. Um for again, what they uh, were able to accomplish uh, that morning, and again, just testament to, you know, I credit all the teams there because again, it's just such a fun and creative format to, uh, you know, program and solve, you know, coding challenges in that uh, sort of format.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And we, we love the event, too. Um, I think this will be our third year um, of official hackathons. We wish we could have taken advantage of it in elementary school. Now our school district does, but not when we were there. Um, we do a few other events throughout the year, too, um, of, like, mini hackathons just amongst ourselves and skill dashes. Uh, does Beth Page do any of those?
1: Sure. So um, at the high school level, Andrew, I know that – Um, Our team participates. Um, Last year, they participated in uh, WIC, W-I-C-C, which stands for a woman in uh, computing challenge uh, offered um, at a satellite um, site for Cornell University in uh, New York City. Um, In addition, uh, one of our coaches at the high school, um, Mr. Leon Lespina. He's um, a very, very active member in the CSTA, which is the Computer Science Teachers Association. And through there, he learns of, you know, other, you know, mini hackathons, mini programming challenges, if you will, that uh, he um, invites, you know, our students to participate in as well at the high school level. Um, As far as at the middle school level and the um, elementary school level, uh, based on the, enthusiasm and the interest in the hackathon and coding and programming, we actually decided to um, start a hackathon club this year at the middle school and elementary school. So in the past, in preparation for the hackathon, I'd probably say starting this month in the month of January, our coaches would you know meet with the students every you know week to two weeks to prepare for the hackathon. But now they've been meeting regularly uh, once a week since the start of the school year in September.
0: Wow, yeah, we we always say at hop huh, POG? And I think it changed this year. We always say February really starts our hackathon season. Now I think Mr. Farrar was saying January. Uh, but you guys really start early. And I mean, you know, the more pr- preparation you can get, the better. Um, Sam, you had a question, too, that you wanted to ask, right?
2: Uh, Yeah. So uh, to prepare for the hackathons, you obviously use Kidoyo, but are there any other programs that you use at Bethpage for like STEM and stuff like that?
1: Sure. So I I would say for hackathon creation, uh, predominantly Kidoyo. And I'll say that, you know, obviously now that we've participated in the hackathon for a couple of years now, based on the feedback from the students and the coaches, our coaches have uh, created um, challenges right within the kid Oil platform to get the students into that pur- uh, that appropriate um, hackathon mindset, if you will, um, yeah. and, you know, challenge them early on um, as far as other programs that we're using, you know, we're using other, um, you know, I guess what I'll say, you know, freemium types of you know software out there, but I would say predominantly you know, 95% of the the content we um, use
0: kid Oil.
2: Yeah. Same at Half
0: here. That it's just yeah, yeah. Koyo um, is
2: just so good. Yeah, we it really like
0: oyo here. They got a lot of different features that make it great for all different types of STEM. Um, you know, also with art, you know, and sprite editor. Do you guys um also? Well, I know that you guys did the live stream at the Junior Hackathon last year because you guys hosted that event um does is that like a whole do you have a separate program for like broadcasting and stuff like that is that in the technology department can you tell us a little about that
1: uh sure andrew so um one of my first projects um that i I took on when i started here at that page in um august of 2015 is establishing a television studio for our high school and then for our middle school so um, to answer your question, the uh, broadcasting last year uh, for the hackathon that we hosted um, was done by our um, broadcast journalism class that we offer here at Bethpage High School. So, with the support of my uh, network administrator, Mr. Gammon, as well as some of the broadcast journalism students, they facilitated the you know live broadcast. Everything from my two students um, that I had at the anchor desk to my two reporters that were you know, out in the field um, interviewing coaches and other uh, folks that were in attendance at the hackathon, um, as well as the engineering. So we use a program called XSplit, the letter XSplit, to um, engineer the broadcast, and we push it out um, live, similar to, it sounds like what we're doing right now, um, Andrew and Sam, out to uh, YouTube.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Um, the broadcast was great. You know, obviously, I didn't watch it during the event uh, because we were competing, but it was great, like, after the event, going back to see, like, you know, what it was for the viewers, what interviews there were. Um, so, you know, it was great to go back and recap. Um, yeah. I mean, Beth, Beth Page, you're hosting, you said, the high school one this year, right? Because. Uh, we are. Okay, yeah, got it. I think Hop Hog. I think we're hosting the junior one, which is nice because we'll be in that competition first time we're hosting and competing for Sam and I. Um, yeah. But yeah, are there, so I, we said earlier that you guys also have a robotics program too. Can you tell us a little about that?
1: Uh, sure, so this year um, at the high school level, um, I believe it's our 16th year participating wow. in our FIRST Robotics Competition, and um one of my um you know initiatives again when i started here in beth page was to build on the success of our program here at the high school so our high school team um last school year uh 2022 2023 uh they've earned the right to go to first robotics competition world championships um, it was their seventh straight year, which is uh, amazing accomplishment. So we wanted to, um, what my district superintendent, Mr. Schneider, likes to say is build the pipeline. So how can we build on the success of the program at the high school? Well, we want to make sure we have a program, a theater program at the middle school to prepare the students for the high school. So we, you know, at the time had a... First Lego League Junior, which is now uh, called First Lego League Challenge, they were participating on their own, independent from uh, Bethpage schools. And at the time, um, the students uh, who were in fifth grade, they approached me with a proposal to see if the district would bring this program, you know, into Bethpage. And um, you know, I still remember like it was yesterday that. Uh, you know, the students, you know, five students in fifth grade um, just absolutely blew me away with their, um, you know, presentation, um, how they spoke, how they answered my questions that, you know, I went to our superintendent, Mr. Schneider, and said, we we have to bring this program in. So, uh, you know, now we have a a first Lego League challenge program um, at the middle school for grades um, six, seven, and eight. And last school year again in continuing to build that pipeline we started a first Lego league um, explore team over in our three elementary schools so now we have a robotics program at each of our three levels elementary school middle school and high school again building that pipeline you know to the next um, you know next school
0: yeah that's great we we also have at Hopog we try to do that you know with having programs in all of uh, the grades accessible to um, as many students as we can do you, having those programs in uh, those grades do you see like the interest um, in you know stem and all uh, robotics and all that uh, really the same across grades or is there like a school you know grade level uh, that has more or less interest do you notice anything like that
1: well I'll tell you I again it's short sample size obviously this being only our second year offering a robotics program at the elementary school. But um, I'll tell you that when I visit, the the rooms are packed to the gill with students wanting to participate. And I'll tell you one of our challenges, Andrew, is that um, with FIRST LEGO League Challenge um, at the elementary school, at the middle school, uh, the competition team, Uh, again, not a Bet Page rule, not um, an Andrew Troy rule, is that um, you can only bring 10 students with you. So it becomes, you know, challenging when our coaches and advisors have to pick the 10 students that they can bring with them to a regional event, or should they qualify the championship event, you know, for example. Um, I I will say here at the high school level, um, we have such a large number of Participating freshmen this year, and really, I believe it's because of the program that we had, you know, at the middle school and you know tools, you know, such as Kidoyo, as well as um, the work that our computer literacy educators are doing to promote STEM and robotics. That we have just a great deal of interest um, here at the high school. You know, something that I say it's it's um, it's a good problem to have.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, go ahead, Sam. <laughs>
2: Um so uh, jumping back to Kadoyo, I was wondering if you have a favorite app on it like either like Python or uh, hatch or like HTML or whatever. Ooh,
1: so um, tough for me to choose a favorite app, but I, I will say um, right now um, I'm, I'm working through um, maze code uh, right now. so um, you know something that I'm looking to do um, in the coming weeks is introduce my, administrative team here in that page from the superintendents to the assistant superintendents the principals assistant principals and the directors um, about the power of Kidoyo and you know using it um, as a means of delivering professional learning for educators so I'm experimenting with different tools on there that you know, I think um, our administrative team might be able to pick up you know, a little bit easier. So uh, right now, um, I'd have to say it's Maze Code, uh, Sam. Uh,
2: yeah, I, Maze, Code, Maze Code is so much fun. I enjoy it a lot.
0: Yeah, and we all have, you know, our favorite apps, too, over here, or the ones, you know, we're using a lot at a time. Um, I always say, you know, Sam and our co-host, who uh, can't be here today, Stephen, they're, they're really the hatch people, you know, on the hackathons or, you know, just at, at school for fun. Um, you know, I try to – I'm more on, like, the Python and the typed languages just because I don't have the amazing art skill that Sam and Stephen have. Um, but yeah, you know, we all have our different favorite apps. Um, when you started using Kidoyo at Bethpage, was there like a specific app that you thought like, oh, that will be great to teach? Or was there one specific reason that, you know, um, kind of like, you know, you weren't sure, but was there then one reason or thing that you saw that was like, oh yeah, we definitely have to go with Kidoyo.
1: So, so, so really for us, Andrew, um, At the time that we were looking at Kidoyo, uh, we had just introduced um, AP Computer Science Principles course here at Bethpage High School. And in wanting to support that educator, as well as all of our computer literacy educators, we wanted to see if there was a platform out there that kind of encompassed as much as possible, right? So again, prior to uh, September of 2019, my educators are using different resources, you know, across the web to supplement their curriculum. And again, what better way than, again, this, you know, one-stop shop, if you will, that contained all of the resources to teach our computer literacy courses. But in addition, um, you know, probably the, the greatest takeaway, I would say, for us is the fact that if you have students that complete a learning pathway, that they can continue and forge ahead on their own without waiting for the rest of the students to catch up. In addition, um, you know something that um, you know one of my uh, you know former supervisors you know, has always said to me is the notion of you know what gets inspected gets respected. So the fact that not only do you have Uh, the computer literacy teachers checking student submissions, but you have Malora's team back at Kidoyo and Dev and the mentors checking student submissions, but also the partnership that they have with Stony Brook University and the students in the computer science and the the applied data sciences program checking student responses as well and having their support and their, you know, feedback. And again, I know me, you know, if something's being looked at and you're being provided immediate feedback, obviously you're going to, you know, put more into it.
0: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Here, I know at Hop hog we used to, I don't think we, not really anymore, um, but we used to have, like, other classes that weren't computer science or even technical, uh, but say, like, English and math, they used to use Kidoyo a little bit. I don't really know if they do did anymore. I? Yeah, like, um, not for, like, computer science, but just as, like, a platform itself. Do you guys have any courses, like, over there that just use oyo as kind of, like, an infrastructure not? you know for computer science.
1: Uh we don't Andrew but um you know like I was saying with um you know my you know next initiative with training the superintendents and the assistant superintendents principals assistant principals and the directors that's kind of the direction that we're going to start looking at um to see if this can be a repository for other uh, curricular content.
0: Mm, yeah, that makes sense. I think Sam um this is kind of along the same lines uh but sam like in sixth grade i think you did a project for a spanish class but like in half oh yeah like that um yeah do you see loved it. yeah do you see any students like uh doing stuff like that like applying knowledge from other classes or even um, taking like concepts or projects from classes and making them in kidoyo with like computer science even if that isn't like the idea or the intended goal
1: well, I'll tell you what, I, I do. And um, I'll kind of give you an example. And, um, and you know, maybe this is a question, you know, Andrew and Sam that I have for the both of you. But um, I'll, I'll tell you, when we put together our competition team for the hackathons, and you know, you were kind of mentioning this, you know, Andrew, that, again, you know, your strength might be Python or Hatch. Um, you know, I might you know have students that are good with sprite editor, but we also, you know, look to include as a part of the team, someone who might uh, be a strong creative writer, you know, for example, someone who might be good at storyboarding, for example, um, again, that not each of the eight students as a part of the hackathon team have to be strong programmers or coders. But again, they, they each kind of bring their own strength, you know, into it. So I, I guess how I'll answer the question is, um, you know, our hackathon team um, that was successful in winning the high school level hackathon last year. Each of those students brought something different, you know, to the table. Um, again, some, you know, being stronger programmers and coders than others. But again, I did have students, for example, that were, you know, creative writers, you know, for example. So I guess I'll kind of throw that back to you, Andrew. Um, and Sam, in a hot pog, when, you know, your you and, you know, your coaches are developing your team, do you find that you're doing the same thing where, um, you know, you're looking not necessarily for the eight strongest programmers or coders, but again, um, different students that can, you know, again, with their different skill set um, form uh, and be a contributing member to a team.
0: Yeah. I think we do that a lot here. Um, one example is like, especially with the quizzes now being in hackathons, like someone that can read a question really quick and, um, you know, answer that question not even if it's relating to programming because a lot of the times now we have on hackathons like questions on quizzes that aren't related to programming uh, but someone that can like say I know last year our junior theme was steampunk moon someone that can is really good at like researching a topic and retaining that information like going to the quiz you know and if it says like you know what's the history of you know the steampunk genre you know and they can do that so yeah we do see that a lot uh here at hopog Sam do you have anything else to add on that
2: um oh uh, yeah I totally agree with you i remember um for uh yeah steampunk the one you mentioned we had like just five people researching everything they can about it and i feel like that's how we ended up doing so good on that we just had so much background info that we just knew what to do
0: Yeah, like circling back to that, um, yeah, so we have different people that, because some people aren't good at, like, learning a lot about a topic, but they love to just sit down and make a program. So, um, yeah, like you said that they have at Bethpage, we do the same, finding the different students that aren't always great at programming but great at other things. Um, Before we uh, wrap up today's episode, before you came to Bethpage and took on this role, did you have, like, a background in technology?
1: So, so, um, before Beth Page, um, I was um, the district administrator for instructional technology with Deer Park School District. Uh, prior to Deer Park, um, I was a trainer and support specialist at Nassobosi. So, um, I'm not sure what um, student information system you use in Hop So, in Beth Page, we use Infinite Campus. So, I would go into school districts with my team to train um staff on the specific module of Power School, which is a different student management system. So training teachers on gradebook, for example, training nurses on the health module. Um, and then before that, um, I was actually a teacher. I taught um, middle school um, and high school math, um, every level of math between grades 7 to 12. Um, and then prior to that, um, I taught um, multicultural psychology, economics, and um, calculus um, at the college level.
0: Wow. So you've had a lot of different roles, uh, a bunch of them in technology and training. Um, You know, we have a lot of people at our school, too, that do that, like go to, um, you know, within our school, like um, instructing other teachers on how to use programs and stuff like that. Um, well, thank you for joining us today. We learned a lot about what it's like at Bethpage because you know we we always talk about what it is like at Hopug, but we don't know how that compares to other schools. So it's great to learn about that. Um, well, thank you for joining. Um, and do you yeah. have anything thank to so say much. before we end off today's episode? Well,
1: you know, I'll say you know first, um, you know, Andrew and Sam, thank you both for having me. This was a lot of fun. Um, I, I will tell you when you reached out to me, you know, with the invitation. Um, I did uh, go on YouTube and check out uh, some of your episodes, and um, I, I will say, you know, Andrew, your avatar, you know, the the Nasdaq, the, the Nasdaq, rather, that's pretty cool. You know, I, I do have to say that that was, I'm sure, pretty um awesome experience. But um, you know, otherwise, you know, again, I, I thank you both for having me, and um, I'll make sure uh, when uh, you know we visit Hog for the um, the junior division hackathon that you know I'll come up and say hi in person.
0: Yeah, that would be great. We can't wait. I'll see you there. See you there. Um, Well, thank you all for watching, uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
2: Bye, everyone.